Welcome to the 1619 Bearcast. The, you can't even say it. <laughs> well, no. The, uh, so he doesn't just, live here anymore. No, when you tell it to play on, um, what is it, Apple Podcasts or something like that, it says getting the 619 Bearcast or something. It says it's weird. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm confused. I'm an old man. Uh, but anyway, welcome. Do we do our, as I say, I'm Dave? No, we do that. As we no. Leave. All right, then I'm with, not Dave. It goes without well, saying. I am Dave. You, you are Dave. Regardless. You are Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Justin is Justin, and JP is JP, and, and, and I'm Brian. Undeniable. So there you have it. Hi, Brian. Oops, nope, not doing that. Not <laughs> someone I'm not. Send him, a, <laughs> send him a unicorn. Don't do that yet. Anyway, well, hello, guys. Good to see yeah. you again. Let's, um, so. let's maybe just get into the difficult part and so we're going to talk about the difficult stuff and then we're going to kind of like ease out of that. Um, so this, yeah, this week yeah. was one fuck of a week, starting with uh, everything opening tantrum in chief, <laughs> having a tantrum over Twitter, putting a fact check on two of his tweets. Right. Um, and, then trying to, about that? and then, uh, well, about, one, he can't, uh, the executive order is that what you're talking about or, or just I'm more in like, general what do you guys think about twitter deciding that now is the time to fact check him twitter has been fact checking people in general um but this is a thing where they're like you know what we gotta we gotta put something but all they're doing they're not saying this is wrong they're saying get the facts about mail-in votes and that's what it was he said something because for whatever reason, you can you can go on down the conspiracy lane as far as you want to. He just said something about not believing in mail-in votes because he thinks that everyone is going to have rampant, I don't know, ballot stuffing, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. he's going to and, and so that's what he said. For fear. And all, yeah. yeah, and all Twitter did was they posted something that said, "Get the facts about mail-in ballots." <laughs> that's all they did. Well, but they also they also off. hid his tweet. Like they 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 hid it. And no, no, no. That was the, that that was the that was the inciting one. violence one. Yes, yes. Well, okay. the thing of it is too is in he you know he mistakenly identified what they did with putting up the fact checking thing as censorship. Um, right. Censorship would have been deleting his tweet. Um, I don't think it was. I don't. I don't feel like it's censorship to fact check some. You know, no. Well, not only that, not only that, but this is a private company. It's uh, your right. First Amendment rights don't hold to a private company. Yeah, well, a it's a public company. Make... It's a public company, isn't it? Publicly traded. No. Publicly traded, but publicly traded, owned. but it's still a private it's company. Not, it's not it's, owned yeah, by the government. A, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so your First Amendment rights only apply to government. They mm -hmm. don't apply to private show. companies. But but yeah. Trump is 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 knowing that his base, or at least the base that he likes to rile up doesn't really understand the difference of, of that or, or won't exactly. pay attention to it. So well, he's just they, they bank on yeah, that all the time with the, the things fire. that yeah. he says. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, and, you know, that they, 
you know. So here, what, what occurred to me was, and I used the example when Joey and I were talking about it, because we've been watching Harry Potter movies for the last week, <laughs> each day. And I said, oh boy, it's I can't wait to get like, this tie in. This is going to be good. You got, are you ready for this? This is <laughs> the ready. English major at work. Um, it's kind of like in Prisoner of Azkaban when they introduce the idea of the time turner. And it's great because it makes the story interesting and it totally wraps everything up. And you're like, that is so cool. But then for the rest of the series, you're like, why didn't they use time travel? Why didn't they use time travel? Why didn't they use time travel? Because you introduced it and it's part of the universe now. With Twitter censoring and fact-checking Trump, it's part of the universe now. And when do they use it? When do they not use it? Should they use it on other people and other government officials, other politicians? Do they? Because that to me is like where I am like, I just, I worry. Like once you open the box, what's next? What happens next? Well, but then you have the flip side of that too, where you have Zucknuts who doesn't (laughs) want to censor anything, you know? So you have rampant Mm. hate speech that gets reported, except for you. Exactly. Except for if you call white people gross. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So you have these people, white white men, yes. Well, so I, think, I people, mean, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll finish my thought later, I guess. No, 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 no sorry, no, Justin. <laughs> so you have, you know, you have people posting Confederate flag pictures or anti-gay comments or any number of different, you know, things against people that are, that are actually racist and homophobic mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And you report them and they go, oh, it doesn't violate our standards. But yet Brian calls white people gross when he's a white person and they fucking block him, you know, just, and tell him just he's in jail. yesterday I saw in a news group, uh, there was a picture that used a, a racial slur for Hispanic people and I reported it. And within 24 hours, I got a notification saying that it didn't violate the terms. Yeah, exactly. I, I just am like, so, who are you? these checkers? What, what is this? You know, it's, yeah, I've done it before too. They, and you know what? It's frustrating. They and they single white men. Who are gross and that's why you offended them but talking about a racial thing about somebody else well, doesn't and think who facebook was found i mean facebook started as this guy wanting to put women in categories you know it was started by a douchebag for other yeah. douchebags and then it became this other thing and now we're like yeah. Wait, this guy's being a douchebag. That doesn't make sense well <laughs> the thing the whole fact of them sa- him saying that they're not going to censor these things or whatever is essentially again saying well i mean the the there could be things that are going on on here we're not going to fact check stuff we're going to allow false things to be published and these kind of things it's like okay oh so your uncle thinks blah 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 well you know what it's not as simple as that this shit affects the elections it affected the last elections these Russian bots or whoever, you know, uh, you know, whatever, had an effect on the last uh, election, charging mm-hmm. up their base. They have a, um, uh, they're saying now, um, well, I heard recently, I didn't really follow up on it, though, that they're saying that apparently Chinese operatives are working towards getting Biden uh, elected. So, I mean, which I don't think is necessarily right either. And I, right. I don't know. The, the other thing I, the, oh. the other thing I saw, and I don't know if any of you saw this, because I didn't see it, I didn't, I don't know, I mean, avoiding the news to a degree, but they uh, said that apparently um, YouTube has pulled uh, uh, about 300 of Trump's ads for Mm -hmm. his reelection from their, you know, from their feed. So they won't be feeding these ads. 
Right. So I don't know if that's because they contain false truths. I don't know if it's, you know, retaliatory yeah. on their part based yeah, on I didn't, whatever this I didn't really apparently toothless bill will do. Yeah, I didn't really dig into that one either. I just saw the headline talking about it. But I did read the article where they said that they found out that 50% of all the, like, memes and yeah. um, misinformation are actually bots. Um, yeah. And that's a huge percentage. I mean, you're, you're talking about half of the information out there is false and put out there by bots. And, they're, and, and, they're, and, and Zuckerberg's saying, I, I'm not going to do anything to stop it. I mean, that's wildly right. irresponsible. Right. But and then again, it's just like how you know how do you how how do you pick and choose what goes out into you know our universe and 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 what has to be censored because the culture changes so quickly. Like what's acceptable and what's unacceptable. What's truthful and what's 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 sarcasm. What's um you know uh, uh, satire. It's it's like. I immediately saw in my feed at least seven posts that were completely made up crazy stuff about Mark Zuckerberg because they were just mm -hmm. showing that like, right, yeah. you yeah. know, it's, so it's, it's so this is a I'm time sorry, to find the, truth. This is a, a much deeper issue. And this goes back to section 230 of the, was it millennial decency something something act or something of something which basically was about isps not being responsible for mm. content that's posted to their servers so if you are an internet service provider and somebody hosts their website through you and on that website they've got things like you know the extreme case that they always love to throw out child pornography which is almost never the case it's always you know it, it's kkk racist whatever the ISP cannot be held responsible for the content that somebody else has uploaded to them. So that's what Section 230 is about. And that has also applied to social media so that the company itself is not held responsible for what people are posting through their platform. And right. what now, Trump wants to do is take that away. He wants to take away that protection saying, no, you are a social media company and this is very important. And so you can't start doing this censorship and stuff. But the problem with that is one that that backfires on him. It backfires on him because the company is like, oh well, we could be sued for having lies and like you know whatever on here, so we're going to pull your account and you're no longer allowed to be on here. Totally backfire against him. But also, I don't think he realizes that this is exactly a First Amendment rights issue but, now. But because go ahead. But but going back, so I know that section. It, there's just Today. so many like laws. Because the whole thing with Twitter, or not Twitter, uh, Tumblr, the whole thing with Tumblr and it cracking down and shutting down and all that stuff had to do with a law that they already passed to allow like Craigslist and all of them to, to end up being responsible mm -hmm. for what happens on their website. So I don't understand how that can be an issue, but then this, like, they don't fall under it for social media. Like, it just... Right. Like it's weird, but then on top of that, but then on top of that, they even like snuck in that bill just recently too, where they don't need a warrant to look at anybody's search history or all kinds of stuff. Like there's so much stuff that they're, that they're passing on the sidelines in the middle of this pandemic that are going to affect everybody yeah. and, yeah. and are against our rights. You know, did anybody, and did it, anybody crazy. watch RuPaul's Drag Race, the most recent season? Because, no. okay, 
So anybody who is listening and knows when I go, look over there, will listen and they will laugh and they'll be like, oh my God, that's really funny because that's exactly what the government is doing right now. Look over there. They're moving us away from what the real issues are. Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. Half the stuff that, I mean, to me, Trump's whole thing going up against Twitter and all that just that was just all a big state because he doesn't yeah. want you paying attention to the fact that over a hundred thousand people have died because of COVID and that a man was basically lynched on the street mm-hmm. with an officer's knee against his neck. Mm-hmm. And it took days and days for anybody to even be brought to justice. And they had, you know, not that they have been, but to at least be arrested for that. Not to yeah. mention that apparently if you go jogging and you're black and you look like right. maybe you committed a crime sometime, that two vigilantes can grab their guns and, and kill you in the street. Yeah. And, and they, that well, takes at least they, a they long time for them the to be arrested. Who, at least they arrested the guy who filmed that, too. Not for months. But that, no, but apparently well, they arrest time. anybody for months, but they arrest the guy that was filming because I was like, yeah. what's the situation where he's riding behind them filming this? Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, it seemed to be going down as he was filming it. Like, what was the... You know, I mean, what was the situation? And apparently uh, it sounds like he was, you know, in on it. He was friends of theirs and, and on the whole thing, too. So. I mean, I mean, Jason, I've been saying for years that this it's it was get, it was smoldering in the back and this was all oh. going to be happening soon. I mean, there was no way you can't, you know, just like Stonewall, like you can only take so much. To where well, but it's coming up again because what what, what well, was yeah. the Ferguson yeah. thing uh, all about? I can't remember the fellow's name, unfortunately. Well, this you know is still I mean? all tied. This is all still tied into that, though, Dave. Yeah. Because nobody listens. Go back to as far as Rodney King. I mean, exactly. You know, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. there is a system. There's systemic racism in our country, and that's Period. just true. It's a fact. If you are white, you are treated differently than if you are a person of color, and the more people who cease to admit that that is true, the harder this journey is for all of us. Like you have well, got yeah. to start admitting that it's different. It's not and, the same. And you have to believe that. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, you have to feel, or I feel at least that these people are just getting empowered to come to the surface because of, of the administration, because of the current administration. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I said, I mean, well, and see, things and haven't always, thing is, th- things aren't great. Things aren't perfect. They're never going to be perfect, but at least I felt like things were better, but it was still, now, everything was bubbling under the surface the, the and thing, somehow it's been thing, legitimized again by here's, this administration and they feel it's okay to come, come to the surface because they're present. I hear what the you're saying, is, Dave, but I, honestly, Oh, it wasn't any different when Obama was president. Obama, no, I, I think, made made white people feel more comfortable, but it didn't change the situation for black people. Not no, when it came no, to no, no, no. I agree. It's always been a problem, but the fact that they're willing to come out on the surface, the fact that they mm. show these protests, and the guy has the eighty-eight on his sleeve. You right. know, what does eighty-eight mean? Violence. I saw that. What does eighty-eight mean? It's a representative white supremacist. Somehow, it's but a symbol of their. Or, they even showed know. a cop doing the white the white supremacy signal to a, to a camera. Yeah. You know? I mean, and, yeah. And I don't want to say, you know, I know I'm just another white person saying not all cops are bad people. Um, and, and that is true, but it's like, when you, when you see these people just being pushed to the ground and, and brutalized and it's, it's difficult. And, and yeah. I know that co- that context is important. Um, I was just talking to, my, to Matt but the this thing morning. Is, but the thing is, it's not just the cops. I mean, you saw that woman in the park calling the cop and yes. acting like he was going to kill her and her dog. 
and when he all he did was ask her to put her dog on a leash you know yeah um you know there's multiple instances of that too yeah. so it's not just the police this is yeah. this is society as a whole yeah. Yeah. and white people not understanding that they're 76 percent of the population still and that 12% of the population is getting pushed down left and right from different aspects of life and, and people day like, in and I day think, out. I think a lot of people in our um, generation, because we were brought up when we were, we were led to believe as kids that we had this thing called the civil rights movement. And mm -hmm. guess what? After the civil mm -hmm. rights, we were all equal and everything was cool. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. No, and, it's not. And you go. Well, and they say, it, we it can say well, with the takes, abolition of slavery, everything, everything is cool. Yeah. You know, no more slaves. And that's slaves. not true either. And, and, and it's, it's like you really have to flip that switch. And I know yeah. people call it being woke, and, <clears throat> and even that term is becoming almost kind of cliche. It's like, oh, I'm woke now, so I got it all figured out. And it's like, no, you don't, because it's never going to be your experience. And even if you're gay and you're a minority, it is not the same as being a black exactly. person. Exactly. Don't ever think exactly. that it is. That's the first can, step. To we can, to we can partially, understand. right. I was going to say, we can partially understand it because we have had a similar experience, but nothing, but not, nothing it's like, not the same. like they experience day in, day out. No, no. it's every, it's every day. It's every day yeah. when something, when you get treated poorly, you have to ask yourself, was that because of the color of my skin? You know, and, and it, right. I mean, it, it, it's fucked up and I don't know. I, I, as a as a white person, like I, I kind of just like try to just step back and shut the fuck up, because yeah. But, but kind of at the same time, try to be supportive as I can. Um, I was actually be an ally, I was, you know? was going to bring this ally. up. I was going to bring this up because a friend of mine recommended this book to me, and I just started doing it a couple of days ago. Um, the book is called uh, "Me and White Supremacy: Combat Racism, Change the World, and Become a Good Ancestor." And it's written by a woman named Layla F. Saad. And she started it on Instagram as this 28-day kind of program. And each day, you would get like this different thing to sort of challenge the way you looked um, at yourself as, as a white person. And you keep a journal while you're doing it. And it's not supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be difficult. It's supposed to really make you look at yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and I've, I've only done two days, so I'm barely getting started. But the first day was just admitting um, that white supremacy exists and that it's, it's not, white supremacy isn't the bad people. White supremacy is the systemic racism in the nation. Mm -hmm. And then you have to look at your own privilege and then you have to look beyond that. And like in the second day, you look at white fragility. And that to mm -hmm. me is something that I've battled with for all, all my life is that when someone brings up race or challenges me or it gets uncomfortable, I shut down. Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to admit it. I don't want to think that that's the way the world is. And you have to get past that because that is the way. The because world. the reality is that is how the world is. And when you're, and, and when you refuse to look at it or admit it or talk about it, then you are feeding into the problem and you are letting down the people that are being affected by it. And I don't know. It's 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 the it's the face to face racism that I just don't understand. Like, how could you look at someone in the eyes and use a racial slur, knowing that you know they were born, they're somebody's child, they're living, working, trying to survive just like you are, but you stand and use a racial slur to their face or directly do something 
violent against them because of their race. Right. You know, they can you, them... no, you know, I, I mean, just, just huh. on a human level, we're, we're human beings. Be a human fucking yeah. being. I, I just, or, or you dismiss a cri the criminal element because, well, you know, it's black on black crime and this and that. And you completely dismiss the fact that these are generations of men and women born into poverty. Mm -hmm. And how many decisions do you have when you're born into that? You know, right. Can you pull yourself up by the bootstraps and become fucking president when charter schools and private schools and defunding public education are working against you? Like, right. Or, 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 or can you get to a certain place financially if you're pa passed over for a job, whether you know it or not, because of the color of your skin? You know, I mean, it, I exactly. It's like. And, you know, I know we're sitting here, we're not, it's not like we have the answers and like we're trying to, I think my takeaway, and I, and I wrote about this on Facebook today, is that it's important to not shy away from the difficult conversations that you need to have right now. And that even if you don't agree, by having those discussions and kind of trying to respect one another, you, you're still coming together. Rather than pushing each other apart by being silent, right. you know. I will I, say, oh, go ahead, finish your thought. Well, my nephew is almost thirty, and I keep thinking that he's only seventeen, and he and I don't see eye to eye on some things, but we do on others. And the one thing, and we had a really difficult conversation yesterday, but the whole time I felt respected. <clears throat> the whole time I respected him as well, and we didn't turn each other off, you know, mm -hmm. and. I would just wish more people could do that. Uh, and I know that there's a lot of people that are just like, no, no, the time for that is over. It's time to light it up. It's time to burn it down. Fuck all of this. Yeah, and, yeah. and I can't argue against that either. You know, it, it's not what I'm going to do, but if I was out protesting, cause like Matt was out protesting yesterday, if I was out protesting and I saw somebody viciously pushed to the ground for no reason or pepper sprayed for no reason. Or ran over by think, a car. I don't think I'd be able to stop myself oh. from, from raging against that. I, yeah, the problem, I, I don't think the I problem, would. I was yeah, talking and, to Mike and, about and, that. and the question is, does that makes you feel better, but does that help the problem? You know what I mean, either. I mean, it's just... Well, and I was, I was yeah, then I'm just bloody this, in the street, too. <laughs> this morning, right. too. This is, there's, there's a difference about an individual person. An individual person is rational, and a group of people are not rational. And as soon as you get together in a group of people, you have mob mentality. Somebody says something, somebody does something, and suddenly that's the idea. That's the, that's the best idea to do. And that's when a lot of this, this, these problems happen. It's just, you know, it's human psychology. As part of a group, as part of a herd mentality, we tend to flow and do things as others are doing thinking that someone else is in charge and they know what they're doing and then it just becomes our idea and yeah. so a, i think a lot of the the damage and a lot of the fires and whatever else that started didn't start by rational people it started by people who were caught up in the moment in this mob mentality and if you take them out of it and you take them and say look at what you did i'm sure a lot of people will feel regret later but at that moment, you're not thinking as an individual. You're thinking as part of this mob. And so I, I you know, I, I want to have a little bit of forgiveness for people. But at the same time, I'm like, burning shit down, I don't think is, is going to do it. Well, but, but, the the other, but the other thing, the other thing, too, is they're finding out that these people are not part of the original protest groups right. either. 
there, there are white people coming in from other areas to do it, to make it look like these people are doing it. Yeah. And they're also just people using it as a crime of opportunity. Yeah. So well, you have to take why... that. Go ahead, so you have to take, that. you have to take that into consideration too, that it's not just, you know, the actual protest that started at three 30 in the afternoon and went until dark was completely peaceful. It wasn't until after dark that people came in and used it as an opportunity to do these things, yeah. you know, yep. and, and so it's, and again, I understand it. I, I don't necessarily condone. I, I don't condone it per se, but at the same time, I'm like, you can only be peaceful for so long. I think you a know? lot of people feel exactly the same way you do. And I, I think the dangerous thing is when you take this brush and you try to paint it across paint it. what's yep. going on and say that everybody feels this way or everybody there is yeah. there because of that. It's just not true. There's people there for a multitude of reasons and people yeah. react for a multitude yeah. of reasons. And, and the more you, and, and that's what, what Trump is trying to do right now is blame it all on Antifa because that's his narrative. Mm -hmm. That's what he's telling so, to his base. Fun story. The first time I heard the term Antifa, I thought it was uh, soccer league in Brazil. Sounds like that. Because it I sounds like that. that. <laughs> and I'm like, Antifa. Yeah, that, that sounds good. Antifa. I play center, so, you know. <clears throat> but what did, um, um, well, I mean, it's the thing anti fascism, problem, just so people, people I know. don't know. It's anti fascism, which is a good thing. Yeah. And it sounds it like they thing. put, Fascists somebody put the level Antifa on it to make it sound evil make it sound like something that's yeah. bad and you should oh, be avoided like it's, it's, liberal, a, ter it's a terrorist you know? group now according to uh right. to donald trump according yeah. to trump yeah and well, i have a problem too when i when i see a woman running out of target with two matching lamps you know what i mean i mean oh that's, my god that's a conscious a thing for, <laughs> right a white woman yeah for the you know that's a conscious thing she's getting those for her front room i'm like that's that's not furthering anything or anyone's cause and now it's the other question too so what do you guys make of this thing? And certainly you've seen it in your feed. I've seen it at least a half a dozen times in mine with that thing that's going around that says, number one, this country was founded on rioting and, and, and uh, what do you call oh, it? And I looting. I mean, you haven't seen that thing going around? At the tea party as an example. Yeah. Right. right, yeah. Throwing yeah. tea into the ocean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it uh, was. I mean, I mean, but, I mean, I mean, but I'm not sure. Are, are they using that appropriately now? I mean, is that, you know... I think it's more I think it's more of them trying to relate the white people to what's going on and like mm -hmm. why because the Boston Tea Party is like this celebrated thing that we have in history mm -hmm. where they stood up against the government being right, taxed no. and all this other stuff and the Queen and, and England and all that stuff King, yeah, you know so, so and it was a riot I mean they, they destroyed mm -hmm. property so and I it, think what they're I think what they're trying to do is is relate that so that way people understand you know why the violence is happening and that the this isn't the first time in our history stonewall in the same yeah. way that stonewall exactly. was a riot yeah. it's yeah. like stonewall. people the get fed up they, they're, they're, they're tired of not being heard they're tired of being stepped on and look mm. say what you will about riots and about looting it is it's creating a dialogue. We are talking about mm -hmm. it. It is at the forefront of the nation. It put the pandemic in the back seat. That's how right. big this is. Yeah. You know? You know, I and think that, that, and that's another footnote on this big <laughs> fucking well, tub right. of fuckery is uh, that everybody's running around without a mask on. Well, and that's who that's knows what's going to happen. That's happen. one of the few reasons I'm not out there is because I'm high risk. I'm not gonna put myself out there yeah. to get this disease, you know, I, as much as I want to be out there. I think that's I kept another checking reason with why Black people Lives are going, Matter. Okay. 
I think that's some of the reason why people are going so crazy is because everyone's been bottled up for two and a half months and staying at home and now finally like, ah, we're out. We have to, ah, well, we have to do something. <clears throat> the uh, the perfect the, storm, yeah. 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 No, nothing's really happening, even though it's a you know, bigger city. Nothing's really happening here in Fort Lauderdale yet. I mean, they're, they're not really doing anything here yet. A lot of stuff's going on in Miami, and I understand that they have, um, at one point, were, uh, have, were blocking off uh, 95, which is our major highway. And then I saw a picture someone posted um, that they're, they're doing it in San Diego, too. Was it the 805 that they were? Uh, it was the eight. And the eight. Okay. Yeah, actually, so. actually, I drove down the eight this morning. I was out running errands. I almost forgot about the podcast. Sorry, guys. Um, but when I drove down the eight, um, there was giant graffiti on the wall of the freeway that said, I can't breathe. Um, really? And, yeah. you know, that was the first thing I saw when I got into the freeway this morning. And so it was, yeah. it's, uh, I, yeah. I, I've been checking with the uh, Black Lives San Diego on Facebook to see if they were organizing any kind of march, and and they aren't. They they are doing one thing, and it's it's interesting. They're having an online um, sort of sit sit in, and they've actually asked that like kind of white people don't participate. They said this is like an opportunity for black people to heal and to to hear one another. And they're like, if you're white and you really want to be in on it, that's fine. Just just don't touch the comments and don't touch the likes, you know, just kind of let us have this. And, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm cool. I'm just going <laughs> to look away. But I was looking for if there was a march and because I want to go, I, I, I want to be out there. Um, and then I also but then I think like that's really dumb, Brian, because you have a compromised immune system and there's a fucking pandemic out there. And yeah. so, well, there was, well, like I said, there was some, there was something going on there. Like, where did it stem from? I mean, what do you guys know about in, that? In, in Mesa, I, I don't there was, know. I don't know who organized um, the gathering, but it was, I think it was a, a few thousand people and it started um, by the La Mesa city hall or, or, or uh, like around there and they marched and they blocked the freeway. And then, and as it, as it turns, you know, then it, then it kind of went south and they torched some cars. Now, I had read that the reason it got violent was because um, uh, uh, whatever it's called tear gas was fired into the crowd mm-hmm. when they were being peaceful. Cause I think mm-hmm. they were trying to get them to disperse probably. But once they well, fired that, the tear gas, then things went. Sideways. There was a problem with the La Mesa cop recently. Is that why it started there? Yes. There? Yeah. Yeah. Was there, that was the, a, there was the a trolley was, stop. Yeah. It yeah. was questionable. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I, so, I watched some of that video and the guy was just like, this, this guy, you know, they're like, keep pushing him down and push him to sit down. And then finally the guy goes, this is just about me being black. Isn't it? Is that what it is? It's like, is that, is that why this is going on? Cause, God. and it's weird. So it's weird with videos because, and I don't know what happened on that trolley stop. And I'm going to kind of slide over to something else I saw that is, it's concerning me because it, it stokes the flames as well. There's a video of people who are on the porch of their house and they're being shot by riot police um, with uh, those kind of like beanbag guns. Rubber bullets. And the video shows only them being shot. And so Mm -hmm. the narrative there is that the National Guard is shooting people on their front porch. Mm -hmm. What they don't show in the longer video is that the National Guard spoke to these people eight different times or yelled to them from the street get inside, get inside, 
Get the fuck inside. Get the fuck inside oh, your house. So they're protecting them. They're trying to protect well, them from I their don't know own about decisions. protecting. Um, well, but no, but I, they were trying to protect them from their own bad decisions. So they're trying I, to get them out of the harm's way. Right. Well, they're and, sitting on their there's porch. a curfew going on. Exactly, Justin. And that was my thing because I like reached out to a friend of mine who I respect a lot this morning and I said, So am I a bad person? Because I'm like, why didn't you just go inside? And it's he goes, It's not about being a bad person. It's, it's about deciding what you think is right. And he kind of, you know, said, because you really shouldn't be getting shot if you're on the porch of your house. And I go, well, you know what my takeaway there is, is if I'm on the porch of my house and it's curfew, I go the fuck inside. And if I'm a National Guardsman, I don't fucking shoot somebody who's sitting on their porch. And but again, you're on your porch. That's where you're supposed to be. Whether or not you're inside your house, you're on your property. You're not. But if somebody with a gun says go inside, go the fucking side, go the fucking side, but and they're why? surrounded by 20 or 30 other people. But no, you're right. You're exactly, you're right, inside. Justin. Oh, I know, and that's... Oh, that's I thought you me. meant there was imminent danger coming to oh, them, like... This oh, was an armed, armed, curfew. This was like an All right, so that's armed battalion okay, okay. marching down okay. a neighborhood street, you know? Oh, it was, okay. Yeah. okay. It's I, I not thought a difficult there was some video imminent danger coming, and they were saying, look, get the fuck into your house. No. And that was no. convi- that was no. a way of convincing no. them to go yeah. to safety. But if there was no imminent danger, yeah, no. that's kind of so ridiculous. now that little that little piece of video of just them getting shot on their porch is what's yeah. being added to this sort of like horror reel of all the people Narrative. being hurt. Yeah. And there's no context there. And yeah. And it's just you know, context it's, creating more, ra- yeah. it's creating more rage. Oh and my god. It's just, so, it's so fun. It, it's so funny too. You talk about editing and context and stuff like that. Hilarious. My aunt, who's generally sort of on the fence as far as politics goes, I think she would consider herself a Republican, but she's definitely not a Trump endorser or supporter. Um, so she posted a video of uh, it was an appearance of Joe Biden on the View, and um, the and 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 showing the video or whatever and it showed him and he was like really stammering uh like a lot and they were showing a lot of like dead air like where he wasn't talking and they just showed the other women sort of like looking at him and like looking around and like nothing happening and i'm like i'm like this seems fucked up like was he really stammer this badly on the interview or whatever so i said yeah, i'm gonna find this interview so i went to youtube and found the actual interview and the actual interview he was actually quite articulate and there was a couple of things he's, you know, he sort of stammered over. And so what this was, was some sort of super edit of the thing to make him look so incredibly incompetent. And I'm just like, I, you know, and I try not to get involved, especially when it comes to family and politics. But I, I just wrote in the comments, I said, you know what? And I posted a link to the actual interview on YouTube. I said, you know, I, this is a highly edited clip. You really cannot look at this. You know what I mean? Because it's, yeah. you know, this, is, this isn't at all what, how it went. But it suits their narrative. Exactly. And so mm-hmm. and their the response is probably, well, yeah, but that is something. That is how he is. You yeah. know, in even fact, if that's not. She didn't respond. In fact, I think she might have know. even deleted it. And I, I try to fact check people too. Like when you see someone post an article that's like seven years old or something, or something that <laughs> yep. you know that if you just go on Snopes real quick, you can see that it's it's not true. Like yeah. even yeah. even that um, the, uh, the Memorial the Day the uh, tweet that Trump... Uh, apparently sent mm-hmm. had sent out you know where he said like really fucked up weird things which of course is what we're used to but when i read that i go this just sounds even weird for him and i went and looked at his twitter account and he hadn't sent it and then i saw snopes back it up and say this is not a tweet from him 
And I'm not one to defend Trump because he's the worst thing that's happened to this country, you know, since anything, since Spanish flu, but I, you know. But it's like but facts are facts. But yeah, exactly. Facts are facts. Let's not create more noise. Yeah. So one thing. Yeah. Well, one thing. To transition out of here, I do want to point out, and there was an article on Forbes. You saw it, Brian, um, that Biggs posted. And it shows a lot of cops in a lot of cities actually joining in the protest, taking yeah. a knee, walking with people, actually coming together with the protesters and saying, no, you know what, this behavior is not right and we're not all like that. And I think that yeah. more than anything is really important for people to see that their community, the cops in their community are actually on their side. And, and to react a video. this way, yeah. peacefully as opposed to coming out you know for a peaceful protest instead of coming out in riot gear and everything else coming out yeah. and saying we yeah we're there with you we're there with you this Al is unacceptable Alec behavior so there's Alec some Baldwin posted there. a uh, Alec Baldwin posted a video on Instagram today of um a cop who was essentially saying listen we've got a tough job it's hard enough as it is and he goes you know these bad cops are, are making it worse for us and are setting us so far backwards. He's like, you have to know, you know, that not all cops are like this. There certainly are, you know, some yeah. that are, but you cannot, you know, assume that every cop is going to be that way. And, you know, and, well, and, and, and it's and time like that. for more, it's just, uh, it's, it's time, time for more, for more of them to forward. come forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And, 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 you know, cause you think, I mean, it just occurred to me now, when you think about how divided our country is, you know, mm -hmm. how, why should police officers be any different in that division for, you know, yeah. for as many who are supporting this idiot in, 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 the, in, the, in the office, you know, and, and his agenda and all of that, you know, there are, there are other logically minded men with souls uh, yeah. who aren't that way. So yeah, yeah. Um, look at yes, that wrestling coach in thing about that yeah. the wrestling coach in Washington State or whatever it was. How about that? Did you guys see that? What? No. Yeah, I let's let's that. let's move on. Let's move oh. on. I think we've we've talked enough about this subject for now. Yeah, yeah. If, if if it's gonna go down, let's just skip it and go back and go up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it ends so, it ends well. He got fired from his job. So okay, right. good. Yeah. Well, good. Um, it's, do you do you want to do um, the little non-meta thing? Should we should we do that? Yeah. Why don't you start, Brian? Okay, so I challenged my fellow uh, podcasters, vloggers, whatever you want to call us at this point, um, to do um, a to come up with some non-meta uh, shows that you are currently digging. And for those people who aren't gamers or what, you might be like, "Well, what's non-meta?" Well, meta is like the expected, what everybody's doing. Like Game of Thrones would be very meta. Because oh, we lost Justin, son of a bitch. Oh, the, the no, he's Justin back. Okay, good. I'm I'm back, but it's at twenty percent. Okay, all right. So um, we'll it. have Justin go first. So <laughs> basically, talking about shows that you found that maybe don't have a huge audience, but you think are really good and you would like to share, and it doesn't have to be anything that's like right now. It could be from whenever. So Justin, go first. Okay. All right. So um, currently, I'm not really watching anything super crazy that's not super popular. However, um, before it became popular, I was really into Pose. I, I love that show. It was, it, it's it's been a great um, oh, Pose. cultural okay. thing. Gotcha. Yeah, Pose. cultural thing of, of our own history, you know? Um, and it's, <laughs> and it's fun. It's super cool. JP, you're ridiculous. <laughs> um, 
And the other thing that I really liked, it was a show on Netflix as well called Mindhunter, which a lot of people haven't heard of or didn't watch, but it's um, the basically like it's a, about the FBI and like them beginning psychological profiles on serial killers and like how they kind of came up with it. And um, that's on Netflix, and, right? With, with Jonathan. Yeah. Grant? Yeah. Yeah, yes, that's supposed exactly. to be really good. Oh, it's super good. I'm really sad because they, the the third season, they said, isn't going to happen um, mm. for whatever reason. But the first two seasons are amazing. Um, I definitely recommend it. it it's a great show. Um, but the, And it is like bits of truth. Obviously, it's a show. But they did actually sit down with, with like people that were actually doing this. Um, and the video of you know, the killers and stuff. And um, the guy that was in um, the Umbrella Academy, the really cute time cop. I haven't seen that. Oh, okay. And what? He's, he's You haven't watched Umbrella Academy? <laughs> That's another one, Brian. Um, but yeah, it's, it's um, but, he, but he's in it and he plays a serial killer and he's still super cute even for a silk killer but anyway Justin, have, you, have you watched um have you ever seen the documentary paris is burning yes okay i was gonna say because if yep. you dig that like paris is burning yeah, yeah like, exactly you want to know where oh, drag yeah. race came from like it's totally oh yeah all from yeah. paris is burning <laughs> have you guys well, watched have you watched legendary that's supposed to be even closer to paris is burning which i uh it just started i think there's only, like only two episodes out we were gonna watch it what's it on is that the one that's on hbo max because there's yes. a new like ballroom yes. show. Yes, it's like a ballroom it. competition kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. I want to watch is, that. That looks yeah. super sick. <laughs> yeah. We're going to watch that. Cool. So that's all I have. And in case I get cut off, my battery's about to die. So um, I'll say bye now. Bye <laughs> now. Anniversary, by the way. Happy yeah, anniversary. Yeah, thank you. Oh, wow. <laughs> How many years? Nine years. Crazy. You're old, Justin. Jesus. How'd you get so I know, old? right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, how about you, JP? What do you got, man? Um, I actually, there were two. I had to think about this. So one might be popular. Uh, it's called Lock and Key. Spelled L-O-C-K-E and Key. Um, and it's based off of a comic. Like, uh, it's on Netflix. Like right? Umbrella Academy and everything else. And it's on Netflix. Yeah. And the the comic books are really good, really good. They're well written. They're imaginative. I really, really enjoy them. And I read them a couple of years ago. And the first season on Netflix was really good. And it, well, as they always do, there's a little change here and there. But for the most part, this the story follows it, and it's 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 pretty good. It's really fun. Um, even Mike enjoyed it. So that tells you a lot. I, uh, I watched the, a little bit of that with Joey. And he finished yeah. it, but but I didn't. I thought it was it was interesting. It's it's like about like we it's about like a family. They move into this house, and there's mysteries and stuff in, yeah. the, in the house. Yeah, let me tell you where you think the show is going to go, and especially the 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 comic where you think the comic is going to go, it doesn't, and it goes here instead, and then it comes back here, and then it goes over here, and then it goes yeah. there, and you're like, whoa! And by the time you're at the end, you're like, oh my god, there's a lot. Um, that's good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> The what other about one, you, Dave. Well, oh, wait, the second one is also. I admit that I am a huge Scooby Doo fan. I've been a huge Scooby Doo fan for a very <laughs> oh, long time. No. 
Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, and that's very important. Oh, okay. It's Mystery they, Incorporated, which yeah. was from 2012. That one, amazing. I think I talked about it on, on the podcast uh, before. But yeah, you did because we watched a couple episodes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah, I, I love it. It's self-referential and and yeah, it's modern and I mean modern for 2012 and stuff. Highly recommended. They're short episodes. There's a story arc. Everybody has you know as a character has a chance to grow. It's not yeah. It's it's fun. Um, if you're and, an you know, old school Scooby Doo person. If you're an old school Scooby Scooby Doo person, there are gratuitous callbacks throughout. Oh like you're gonna be God, like, oh yes. that's that. Oh, that's that. Oh yeah. I mean, there was even we saw one scene where it was like the car at the beginning was like the family truckster wagon from vacation. Like it was that exact <laughs> car. And and then like the guy who gets out is like Clark W. Griswold. And it's yeah. it doesn't mean anything else to the rest of the show. It's just a big old like, hey, you're old, you get this. Isn't this cool? Ha ha. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I love that that uh, Matthew Lilliard is the one who does the voice of Shaggy, and that in one episode we meet Shaggy's dad, and it's actually Casey Kasem, just saying a few lines, yeah. who did the original Shaggy on the original show. Yeah. It's it's brilliant. I love I, it. I was jazzed to see that the the woman voicing Velma is the gal who played Natalie on Facts Alive. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> That's oh, awesome. yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I actually got to because I made Joey watch episodes of Facts of Life, so I was like, "Look, it's that's Natalie. You know who Natalie is." <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh, oh God, that's hilarious. Uh, how about you, Mister Dave? Do you got any? Um, I had two. Um, one that we uh, actually just started watching. It's on Apple TV Plus. Um, <clears throat> well, I shouldn't say we just started it. We're like six episodes in or something like that. That's actually turning out to be. Uh, pretty good. It's called Defending Jacob. Um, and uh, I, I don't remember seeing it advertised very much uh, or anything like that for Apple TV, but um, to, 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 speak, to, to tell you about the two lead characters in a way you'll, that you can relate to, at least, Brian, is the father is Captain America and the mother is Mary Crawley. Um, Who? So uh, those two actresses, <laughs> the actors and the, act, the actor and the actress. The uh, what's his name? The one that played uh, Captain America. Um, Chris, yeah, um, Chris Evans. Chris okay. Evans, and then the mother is uh, the one who plays the mother with an English with the American accent is the one who played Mary in Downton Abbey. Oh, oh. okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, so it's about it's about a uh, family who lives uh, outside of Boston in Newton, and their uh, son gets accused. The father is the uh, district attorney for the uh, for that county. Uh, and the, they, their son gets accused of murdering one of his schoolmates. And um, so obviously the father is taken off of the case because, you know, he's, he's too close to it and blah, blah, blah. And he actually ends up getting, you know, sort of suspended from the, whole, from the, uh, from the DA's office. And then the whole thing is just developing. Well, so the father, the father takes it on himself to, uh, what do you call it, to uh, investigate it and, and to, you know, and to figure it out. And it's, it's coming together really interestingly. Um, but uh, I don't think a lot of people heard of that. And like I said, it's on Apple TV plus the other one is a show that we absolutely adored from, I think it started in 2017 and they had two seasons. It was on stars and now it's available on, uh, Amazon prime. It's called counterpart. Has anybody seen counterpart? No. JK Simmons is the lead, the one who played uh, Vern from whatever. And actually JK Simmons is in defending Jacob too. He's one of the, uh, 
Uh, he's uh, he's uh, Chris, uh, what's his name's father. What um, was, side side note: What was that movie that he was in where the guy's playing drums in the jazz band? Uh, oh, uh, I never saw that, but yeah, I know what you're crap. talking about. Whiplash, Whiplash, Whiplash. That movie's badass. If you have a chance, super that movie yeah. is intense. Amazing J.K. Simmons <laughs> in that. Yeah, yeah, it looks a little <laughs> too Oscar. intense. That's, that's, oh yeah, 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 yeah it did, didn't he? I, it's a little, it seems a little too intense. That's why I never watched it. It's very intense. <laughs> but Counterpart is such a incredibly well done show, and he's the lead. Um, and he's working in an office that seems in Berlin and he's an American and it seems like it's some sort of intelligence office and he doesn't really know what he's doing, but he knows it's spy stuff. And he's like a low level, like basic guy and they show him going through his grind and he's done it for like 20 years or something like that. And every day they give him a folder. He goes into this little room, like a, he and a bunch of other people line up in front of these rooms, a door, but a thing buzzes, they open up, they walk, they sit into the door, they sit down at this desk. Somebody comes in the other side, sits down across for them. They say, so, you know, they have all these folders. So he has to start with something, uh, nice weather we're having today. And the person says, it looks like it might be rain. So then he finds a folder that says, it looks like it might be rain, opens it up and reads something of that, you know, and they're doing that. So, it, so he's thinking, all right, it's some kind of espionage thing. And the thing that they reveal pretty quickly, so I don't, I don't mind sort of giving it away, is the secret of the show is that where they are is actually the bridge between a mirrored universe um, of the world, on you know that you know, it's mirrored you know side by side. The they're passing information. This is their portal for passing information between the two universes. So on, in these two universes, at some point in time, they don't know exactly when they split in half and everything is mirrored. So everything is exactly the same. One of the sides has at, at some point released a virus on the other side that killed a third of the population. Oh. So like to be against the other side because really they feel like they're competitors. Um, and within the first episode, um, they bring uh, J.K. Simmons into a room and they, you know, they're, they're gonna question him. He thinks it's about something about a promotion or something and they sit him down and when they sit him down, this person sitting at the table with a sack over their head, and he sits down, you know, waiting like, what is this? Am I interrogating this person? What am I doing? They take the sack off and it's him. It's the him from the other side. So, Ooh. and it just goes from there and to the point <laughs> where, but really, and, and let's tell you, let me tell you about the level of detail in this show. It is, it's very much like to the, like the level of like Back to the Future where it's, you know, it's Twin Pines Mall and then it's Lone Pine Mall and all this other stuff that the side that has like the side that had like a third of the people that died, like they're using old fashioned, like flip phone cell phones because old fashioned CRT computers because the people who, no, no, it's not even that, but the people who would develop the technology (laughs) for these things may have died during that pandemic. That was that flu that was released in their society. They're farther, they're farther behind on the, on the, more the non side without the dead people, they're using these clear sheets as their phone. It's like a clear, like glass sheet as as their phone and stuff mm. like that. Like they're so much more advanced. So we're in the shitty inter- universe right now, aren't we? Yeah, There's some really <laughs> exactly. badass one. But we are exactly. It's a parallel universe is trying to kill. I'm going to kidnap the Brian from the other side and take right. his place. <laughs> but it's just incredibly well done. Every episode is is like a movie. I was just looking up on my phone before to see where it's actually showing, and it is what's showing. It called? It's called yeah. What's the name Counterpart. Again? Counterpart. 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 And it's on Netflix? Um, yeah. And or Apple TV. No, Netflix. Just, okay. Netflix, just two seasons of it. No, no, it's on uh, uh, Amazon Prime. 
Amazon Prime. Right oh, okay. That's how, so yeah. there's just two seasons of it. They didn't do any more after the two seasons. It had to be a very expensive show to film because it is extremely detailed. Um, and every episode is almost like a movie and it's, it's super engrossing. And it's, you know, they, you know, they get to the point where like the two worlds merge and they show you the portal and stuff. And it's just it's really scary shit and just really such an intense show. Really well done. It's worth a watch. Hey guys, I, I'm going to cut out because my phone just flashed 10% at me. So, okay. All right, Justin. Go. Okay. Bye. Peace out. Bye. Love you guys. Happy anniversary. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Um, he okay, just didn't want to hear me. So. He just didn't want. To, he didn't want to hear me drag on about my show. <laughs> so oh, no. I was talk for like twenty minutes. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but I, oh, too, I will say when I looked up Counterpart to see what what thing it's on streaming services on, it showed like the reviews, and one of them was I think I think IMDb had eight out of ten. It had a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like I said, it's just a it's just okay. a really well done show. It's worth watching. I will okay. check that. Wait, what's it called again? Counterpart. Counterpart. I'm going to write it down. C-O-U-N-T-E-R-P-A-R-T and is on okay. currently on Amazon Prime both seasons. Okay. Because sometimes I forget about the stuff that's on Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah, I've and, written and some years some down, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and those were the ones that you had? Those are the two that I had, okay. yeah. All right. I have a few. Um, big surprise since it was my idea. I'm going to have <laughs> a bunch. Um, the first one is called, uh, it's an older show. It's already done. It's called Difficult People. And it's on Hulu. It's got uh, Julie Klausner, who's a comedian, and Billy Eichner. If you ever have seen episodes mm. of Billy on the Street, yeah, uh, and he was also Timon in the in the um, Lion King remake. Uh, it's <laughs> this. They're like he's a he's gay and a wannabe actor, what have you, and she's his gal pal, and they're both kind of awful but awesome and they're in new york and it's a very new york show and it's super funny and there were three seasons and they kind of poke fun at everything and anything and the the jokes are really really fast and quick so if you're looking for something to just binge the shit out of it's a really good one um another one that i love a bunch Wait, what's it called again oh it's called uh, difficult people okay it's got james urbaniak in it who does a voice um in venture brothers it's got tons of cameos from all kinds of people. Um, I'm trying to think of her name. Blonde gal from Parks and Rec. Uh, Amy Poehler? Amy Poehler uh, was involved. It's like an exec mm -hmm. producer on it. Uh, the other one that I really love, and I never hear anybody talk about it, it's on Amazon Prime, and it's called Catastrophe. Oh, Catastrophe is great. Oh, so my God. good. It's like three or four seasons. It's got <laughs> it's Sharon. So her name is Sharon Hugan, I think. Um, yeah. And Rob Delaney, they wrote it together. Rob Delaney, yeah. And she is a delight. I can't believe she hasn't done anything else yet. Rob Delaney hasn't done. He was in like um, the uh, Deadpool, the second Deadpool movie, in a super small role. He's yeah. super gorgeous. He takes his shirt off a lot. Follow uh, him on uh, Twitter. He's really interesting yeah. too. He's very political on Twitter. Yeah. It's really funny. The whole premise is that this American guy. Um, is in like London, meets this British gal, they hit it off, they have super hot sex for like five or six days, and then they just kind of go their separate ways, except she ends up being pregnant. And so she calls him back and he kind of decides like, well, why don't I just come and work in England with you and we'll see how this goes. And it's just a delight. The whole cast is great. It's a great show. The best is when they're li they're living together and and whatever, and he's talking about getting drawers or plate place in the closet, 
or whatever. And she's like, well, there's just no room in the drawers or whatever. He's like, well, wait a minute. You know, like she didn't want his stuff in her drawers. He's like, wait a minute. I put my penis in your mouth, but I can't put my t-shirts in your drawer. Is that, is that that's where the line is? I mean, that's what's so great is that in terms uh, of just examining what real relationships are, yeah, it the does it so well. You're just like, wow, this is so mm-hmm. real. It's so good. Oh, um, God. I will also say this is a great time uh, right now to watch the show Atlanta, um, which is mm-hmm. Donald Glover's show. And it's on, it's on FX, but it's currently all the episodes are on Hulu. And it's mm-hmm. really good. It's just super well done. It's well crafted. It's also like really bizarre and interesting at times. Um, mm-hmm. And Do- Donald Glover is kind of well known for being in community, but he's also childish Gambino. And the dude, there's like nothing he can't do and, it's, and be awesome at. It's a really good show. Um, oh. A deep cut on uh, Hulu is a show called Shrill. And that has A.D. Bryant in it from Saturday Night Live. And mm. it also has John, John Cameron Mitchell in it. And it's really a great show. It's just like so positive. It's really about like learning to love yourself and like body positivity, but also just smart and funny and interesting. And it's got two seasons and it's really good. Um, There's a show that's already over and done with, and there's three seasons of it. It's called Love and it's on Netflix. It's got the gal from Jillian Jacobs from Community is in it. It's Um, produced by Judd Apatow. So all the people that you would expect from the Apatow universe, like Freaks and Geeks and stuff that he's worked on and Knocked Up and that kind of stuff, they pop up, lots of familiar faces. And it's a great examination of just how a relationship begins and how it flames out and how people connect. Um, There's a really amazing woman named Claudia O'Doherty in there. She plays this little Australian gal and she is hilarious. She's Mm. And there's also a really cute bear guy in there too. So there's that. Um, my other one is a show called Afterlife on Netflix. It's Ricky Gervais. And I know he's kind of a polarizing uh, person for people, but uh, if you like like The Office or Extras, um, this is a great show. It's all about a guy whose wife dies of cancer and he's thinking of committing suicide himself. And the only thing that keeps him from doing it is the fact that their dog walks in right as he's about to kill himself. And he kind of looks at the dog and he realizes like, that's the connection he had with his wife and he can't, he can't leave. Nobody's going to be there to take care of the dog. Yeah. yeah. I haven't started the second season yet, but the first season was fucking fantastic. I it's, mean, such it's a dark and difficult, but it's, it's very honest. It's deep too. It's much deeper mm-hmm. than like, you know, the comedy surface of the show. Like the comedy is just really the surface. Some of the interactions I, are great. And uh, I think even, at the heart you know, of it, it really examines loneliness. It right. examines the need to connect and that when you're dismissive of people who are different or <laughs> you look down upon, then you're pushing them farther away and increasing mm-hmm. their loneliness and your own as well. And yeah. it, it's, it's, it's good. It's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And then this one's a little bit meta cause it's, it's, it's pretty well known at this point, but insecure on HBO by Issa yeah. Rae, that yeah. man, they're like in their fourth season and they're killing it. So good, so good, fun that to watch, great. so smart. I mean, mm-hmm. how often do you laugh out loud when you watch a show these days? Oh my God, And yeah. she consistently is doing it with that show. Um, I would also say, and this isn't a um, TV show, but it's really good, um, the, the Beastie Boys documentary that's available on Apple right now. Um, Mike watched that. It, yeah, yeah, it's put together by um, 
by Spike Jones, who's been a longtime collaborator of theirs. And it's mm -hmm. not what you think it is. It's actually the two remaining members of the BC Boys on stage, filmed with sort of a live audience with kind of this souped up PowerPoint presentation. And they talk about the whole history of the band and their evolution. And then of course, you know, the loss of, uh, of one of the members and, and how that struck them and how it basically, you know, was the end of the band and everything. But it is really good. It's smart, it's mm. funny. It's, it's, it's all the things that you kind of would expect from the BC Boys. And also surprising, like a lot of stuff that I didn't realize um, about the early parts of their career, it helps you make sense of kind of who they are, who they were, and then really makes you understand what they became. And that it's it's cool. It's very cool. Yeah. And that's that's all my that's all my things. I have are a lot you of sure? Time. I, you don't have Tony Morris. I know, dude. Yeah. I have more. I do have more. <laughs> and I was like, no, Brian, you can't just talk about fifteen things. Just like try it's, to like maybe if we do another episode, we'll do it on that one. Yeah. Well, the, the, the other, thing is, the other... everyone that mentioned, I really do love. I didn't just like give you like these mm -hmm. are all solid gold, Brian. Like you're going to like this, and if you don't reassess. <laughs> <laughs> You, they, that, while you were talking, actually, another one came into my head that I, I, I've seen recently. Something you said reminded me of the show. And it, I guess it was on Comedy Central. And I, I don't know if it isn't. Uh, I mean, I, I don't, it, when I looked it up, it shows that it, you know, it, it's continuing, but I haven't seen any new seasons of it come up. And, um, but it was called The Other Two. Have you, any, either of you seen that? I wanted to watch that because it looked really fun. Molly Shannon plays the mother. It's essentially like a Justin Bieber type kid who's, you know, 13 years old and he's become this, you know, like mega pop star, much like Justin Bieber, you know, at, at that age. And like, is like known around the world and all this other stuff. And they move and he's, uh, it's about him, uh, you know, and his family, his, and the other two part comes in where it's his brother and sister who aren't famous people, but like they're, you know, they're both trying to be actors and stuff like that. So they're sort of in the shadow of their much younger brother. Like they're in their probably, you know, they're probably, you know, in their twenties or something like that. So they're in the shadow of their much younger brother. Their mother's played by Molly Shannon and she's just a, she's a, a delight. And it's just, they, they just, the, the writing is amazing. The situations they put themselves in and the stuff that goes on, it's just, oh my God, it's a, fucking scream i mean it's, and that it's was on comedy comedy central it was on comedy central and when i looked it up it showed that you can watch it for free on comedycentral.com i mean i don't know if there's probably mm. an app for that for apple tv it might and be it on shows Google, it shows amazon oh, might it be yeah because it because it, it shows amazon dot it shows amazon prime but it shows a price next to it so i don't know if it's mm. not available free on there and it's called uh, the other it's two, funny though. one of the referential shows is uh for that actually is shrill with uh yeah. with uh ad bryant sure shrill so, is really neat it's 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 a yeah. good one but but yeah it's, it's called the other guy in it too yeah oh i guess it was only one season and it's just 2019 it seems like it was longer ago than that hmm. but uh but it's really it's it's it's, it's hilarious <laughs> so it's worth cool. a watch well shall we shall we wrap yeah. it up since since Justin's yeah, not we with are us and, just and over an, an hour. hour okay oh well, that sounds good. We yeah, any, uh, any 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 tugs, Dave? Oh, I didn't even think about it. Gosh, um, Dave, Dave, I, I I forget. I forget when I we're not doing this. And it's I don't have any either. Since we did this. Uh, my partner, my boss for employing me. My I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I, I'm the I, only I, one who believes in Christmas anymore. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, 
don't know. I don't know. I have nothing, nobody, nobody specific. I mean, yeah, well, there's but, a lot uh, going on. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, and there's, there's a lot of noise in the background right now. And we just, I don't know. I, I am trying to get away from that noise and uh, focus on things, but I'm happy. I'm grateful. And I'm just it for me. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've just got two myself, really. I'm tugging Joey cause he's putting up with my process <laughs> because I am not easy to live with right now. I get very quiet um, for long periods of time as I try to like digest uh, what I'm seeing and try to kind of find uh, my, my truth, like how I feel. Um, and that's not easy. Uh, I also want to give a tug, uh, even though he probably won't ever see this, to my nephew, Joshua, because um, he's becoming quite a man and I'm very proud of him. And I'm actually wearing his band's t-shirt they're called Rabbit Assault. If you want to listen to angry, aggressive, shouting people who play music very, very fast while other people <laughs> skateboard and slam dance, um, their lead singer is actually a, a police officer, but they're super anti-fascist and they're kind of amazing. <laughs> I was trying to see but, uh, what the symbols were. The one looks like the bill from, uh, what do you call it, from Schoolhouse Rock. Can you read right. what it says? It says, skate it's fast, skate drink fast. faster. Drink faster. Yeah. Cute. Rabbit is all good. Logo. So anyway, that's for Joshua, and uh, yeah, those are those are my texts. And JP, does, um, JP is just going to tug himself tonight. I, I, hey, I'm going to tug. I'll, I'll tug toss. Mike for introducing me to the Ufi robot vacuum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, I noticed you we got our Hazel. We called it Hazel. We got our first robot vacuum because we have a definite, we moved to a house, we moved from a house that had white uh, tile floor throughout most of it to a house that has dark wood floor all over it and the two relatively light fur dogs. I mean, it is, it has been a nightmare to keep up with. And I finally said, you know what, let's get one of these robot vacuums. I saw that Mike had posted about one of them. And uh, that was a non-Roomba. And I said, hey, how do you like that vacuum? And blah, blah, blah. And we went back and forth about it. And I ended up buying the vacuum. And so far, it is pretty cool. So I have to, uh, I, tie, up, okay. I have to tie up some of the wires because it's getting into the yes. wires that control the power recliners under the couch and everything like that. And uh, it's, you know, it's finding itself a little bit of trouble. But I'm totally stoked. And even last night, I did something totally lazy and cool. It comes with a remote control. And I was making pizza. And I got semolina flour on the floor. So I said, so I said, all right, you know, I'm not going to sweep this shit up. I'm going to guide this thing over. And it's kind of like, it's not like big track because you're not like programming it where to go, like go left, right, two, two clicks left or whatever, using like a remote control. But I had to come over and clean the floor. And when I went to pull out the little cartridge thing, it was full of the semolina flour. So I picked that up and did a great job. So what's it called again? Uh, I guess I don't know how it's pronounced. It's E U P P Y U P F Y U. E-U-F-Y. Oh, U-P. Is it? It's U-P. Yeah, yeah. E-U-F-Y. Yeah. You're right. E-U-F-Y. And I have the 30C, which comes with an so, app that you can I, program it and schedule it. Yeah. And it comes with a remote and everything. Yeah, we, uh, ours is on a schedule. And it, it starts. But it, it's currently, it starts at like 9 o'clock or 9.30 in the morning on Thursday. And it beeps when it starts. And Mike sits right next to it. And it always scares the crap out of him, even though he's the one who programmed it to do it. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tie the the wires <coughs> up. Wait, I was something I was going to say. Oh, Yufi is owned by a company called Anchor, A N K O R, and Anchor makes a lot of really awesome uh, gear, tech gear like uh, portable battery packs and and uh, USB 
hubs and stuff like that. And Anchor, if I remember correctly, was started by a former Apple employee. So um, they're good products. Yeah, yeah. I, like I was surprised. I, I'd never heard of them before. And then when I went in to like register the thing with the app, it's like, what device, what item do you have? And it gave me a whole list of different you know, vacuums and Wi-Fi switches and yeah. this and that. And I'm like, oh, wow. I'm like, okay. But, yeah. but so far, they, uh, they make really good stuff. They make good stuff. Um, I'm a big we could also tug, speaking uh, of tugs, we could tug Jason Harvard since it was his birthday yesterday. Yeah, happy birthday. Oh, happy, happy birthday, birthday. birthday. Yeah. yeah, we made a fun little video <laughs> for him. <laughs> yes, you sure did. That was the the gayest thing I've ever seen. It was really something. If you should that's post the gayest that. thing you've ever seen, you haven't seen a lot of gay things. I've so. seen a lot of gay <laughs> things. That's the thing. Uh, you should post that to our uh, the Bearcast group so people can see. Uh, I I will do that. I'm actually how, also how gonna... fabulous. What did you do? You had a whole group of people make clips and you edited it together. Yeah, or? everybody. Every, no, people just posted their individual birthday greetings and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But JP and Mike put a little bit of work into theirs, and I don't even want to <laughs> give any spoilers because you just have to kind of experience it. Is it on Facebook? I want to see it. I really got to see. No, it. it's in a, it's in a hidden group. So I will. Uh, oh. I'll post it on my. I'll post it on my thing now that it was all a surprise for Jason. So everybody right. uploaded them over the past few days, and then. Uh, Jason and Dave went through them today. So now that now that Jason's had a chance to see it, I'll, I'm going to post it on my uh, on my yeah. wall. But I'll our, send it our, to you also. My cousin's been doing that for the family, like having everybody send her a video to do whatever. And it yeah. just it 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 makes me crazy every time how many people film with their phone in the upright uh, position. Uh, and I'm like, come the fuck on! I'm like, wide way, wide way. Oh, oh. them into yeah, the twenty first century. Yeah, yeah, makes me nuts. Well, cool guys. It was great getting yeah. to talk to you, and I yeah. think we, I think we, I think we did okay. I think so too. We went. Low, <laughs> Hopefully, so, people uh, agree and yeah. they watch this and stuff. Yeah. And as always, <laughs> if you watch this and you have comments or even suggestions about what you'd like us to talk about, um, we would love to hear them. And we'll we, we will we'll talk do this about again. them. Unlike the bear thing that we were still supposed to talk Unlike about. Unlike the bear thing that we still haven't talked about. And I really would like to talk about. Uh, my obsession with Animal Crossing because I think it would be fun to talk about. So many people my, I'm like. still obsessed with uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which I've been playing nonstop, and I still have a long way to go. And it is such an immersive and such a beautiful looking game, and it's great. Well, penises, and it just it takes twists some and more turns. penis shots. I'm sure <laughs> the penises take twi- twists and turns. My mom is probably going to text me and go, "You know, you guys didn't talk about penis nearly as much this week, and I'm a little <laughs> disappointed." <laughs> <laughs> Well, she watched the last one, and she said, "Like the the theme of the of the episode is oh. definitely penis." <laughs> and I said, oh, "Yeah, I had I a go, great topic that I wanted penis-y. to talk about. I had a great topic that I wanted to talk about too. I'll leave it with you briefly." Okay, so we can think about have it you, the next time. Have you ever? And if you haven't, you will starting now. Never thought about the number of penises around you. I, I will say my answer for or... next time. Real somehow in my mind, somehow I started this when I back when I, I was driving a couple of years ago, I was driving, uh, I was doing a part time gig for Uber and Lyft. And I would be and for somehow, you know, you get bored in the car and bored in a long drive and thinking to myself, you know, I start thinking about things and thinking, oh, well, there's three penises in the car right now. You know what I mean? And and stuff like that. Or, you know, and so and, and every once in a while, if I'm bored and I don't have my thoughts, I'll be like thinking to myself, like we'll be in a restaurant or something. And I'll be like, huh, it's probably 40 penises in this restaurant. You know what I mean? <laughs> or stuff like that. So, I mean, it's I just... feel like this is something that needs to be discussed. I, all right. <laughs> we'll, dis- we'll discuss it next right. time. But that's, that's on, food for and, thought. And on that note, <laughs> I am, I'm Brian. Goodbye, Brian. Bye, Brian.
And I'm uh, Dave. I'm JP. Oh! That's are fucking it up every day. I know. P. I'm JP. Okay. Goodbye, JP. Bye, JP. And I'm Dave. Goodbye, Bye, Dave. And goodbye, Bye, Justin. Justin. <laughs> All right. Peace See out. you next time. All right. Bye. Yeah.